another new study. Today we are in Luke chapter 13, verses 22 to 30. Luke chapter 13, verses 22 to 30. Jesus went through one town and village after another, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? He said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. When once the owner of the house has got up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us, then in reply he will say to you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and we drank with you, and you taught in our streets. He will say, I do not know where you come from. Go away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrown out. Then people will come from east and west, from north and south, and will be in the kingdom of God. Indeed, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. In this background scenario, when God and Jesus is teaching about the narrow door, is a week prior to Jesus' crucifixion. Um, so these teachings are meant to challenge us. Jesus is challenging us on the way we think and some may have a difficult time understanding um, but I'm here to break it down for you. So Jesus has been traveling throughout Jerusalem. Um, he knows where he's headed. He knows that he has to go to um, Calvary to go get crucified. Um, but as he's doing that, as he knows and as he's facing his own death, he still is teaching us to the kingdom of heaven and how we can still meet him there. He's been healing and doing miracles. There's tons of people following him at this point, and there's tons of teachings um, going on to his disciples that he's taught to his disciples and to the locals that have been following him. Um, Jesus, again, like I mentioned, he's preparing for his last week before the resurrection. Um, Unless we have made a decision of what Jesus did for us on the cross and we accept him in our lives, just be just by being a good person will not cut it. And that's what Jesus is trying to teach us within the current teaching. Just because you are a quote unquote good person doesn't mean that you will get to the kingdom of heaven. You have to maintain it consistently. Stay disciplined. The best part is though that God knows the direction to our hearts. We are intentionally a good person and if we maintain it and we always remember that we are not perfect and we remember and we repent within our own sins and we carry our own crosses and we again get ourselves back up and keep following Jesus, God knows the way and the direction of our hearts. To let go of your own control and pride and just to let God be cautious of our entitlement and our pride. Sometimes as we get set in our own ways, we don't accept critique, or we don't want it in our own way, or we want it in our own way. Jesus reminds us that it is that 
that we need to let go of. So the door is so narrow that not all of us will be able to fit. Especially with our pride, especially with the, our baggage that we carry. Let it all go. That way we can fit through the door. Ask, what must I do to be eternally saved? Jesus gives us this answer. Strive to enter to the narrow door. He teaches us this in our teachings. That how can we get through heaven? Keep striving. Keep striving like an athlete. St. Paul uses an athlete training as a comparison of striving with our faith. Recognizing about our choices as an athlete who's training, say, for the Olympics. I'm sure they've been through the trials. Of course they have. That's what makes them a greater, stronger athlete. Following Jesus is like you're training for the Olympics, but you're training for the kingdom of God, for heaven, which is much greater. Um, but it's not easy. It's like an athlete that has to maintain discipline, you know, maintain a lifestyle, maintain the diet, maintain the training and maintain rest. It's a consistent it's consistent training for the throughout the whole entire life. And that's what following Jesus is. St. Paul is comparing it just like an athlete. So think like an athlete when you're following Jesus. Um, with daily effort and daily actions to allow Jesus into our own lives, strive to enter to the narrow door. So when judgment comes at the end of our life, Hopefully when the door is shut, we are inside. We want to be definitely inside when that door is shut. We want to be inside with the banquet, in the banquet, with the uh, prophets, with the saints, with beautiful Holy Mary, with Jesus, and with our Creator God. To be a disciple, that means you have to be on thy knees, that we strip all of our needs, and the mentality to be ready to follow Jesus no matter where or when. Not because we are entitled, but because all that Jesus has done for us. He deserves it. He literally walked up with his own bit with our own cross and got himself nailed on the cross. And for him to humble himself, a, a king so high to humble himself, to be murdered like a prisoner because of our own sins and for the future, for hey, our own sins here in our present moment. Like this was centuries ago that Jesus did this and he did it for you and I centuries later. For he humbled himself and to, to do this for us. And we could do the same too. It's going to be difficult. It is difficult. It's not easy to be a disciple of Jesus. However, however, it is possible. As an athlete who trains and stays consistent is similar to a disciple to following Jesus. Remember that our strength comes from the Lord. You need tons of strength to follow Jesus. St. Paul says that when we acknowledge our weakness before God, then we are really strong. Remember our strength comes from God. If we come to God and we say, Lord, I cannot do this. I cannot do this without you. I physically cannot do this without you. That is opening up the door to God helping you. God is the one who gives you your blessings, gives you your needs that you need to get to, to accomplish. God is the one who gives you the strength. Acknowledging him and acknowledging that without him, it's impossible. You will definitely fulfill your needs. 
We only have one life. We don't receive second chances. If there is an obstacle between you and the Lord, if you know what Jesus has done for you and you continue to sin, the consequences will be for someone who, who knows about Jesus and knows, knows what we what he's done for you, and to still choose the bad path would be between you and Jesus. And that is something I pray that we've all got over that bridge because we've all been in that place. But definitely, if you're struggling, remember that your strength comes from God. Seek God. Seek Jesus. If you, if you feel like you came to him and spoke with him remember he's just a giver he's just he's your savior and he is open arms and he's your heavenly father that is ready to talk to you whenever and whenever but don't divorce yourself from your god given identity remember that we all have and we all come from our king our god and you are the child of god so don't don't forget that don't forget who you are in god's own eyes aim and focus on entering the kingdom of heaven jesus warns us not all will enter but recognizing that just because we know jesus doesn't mean we surrender all that the holy spirit will make by god into our own life in this bible times in the cultural theologism everything had meaning everything was spiritual work the food actions, the fasting, the cleaning, everything had a purpose and a meaning when Jesus is teaching us. Live in our modern life spiritually as well. Live it like that, but in your own modern life where everything has a purpose. Everything that you do, every action has some sort of purpose that you can give to God. Um, to live a life worth in prayer and have a relationship with God are two great easy things you can start with just by opening up your heart positioning your heart to heaven and say you're doing a, just a task in your modern day life by just worshiping while you do it or just saying God this is for you I'm cleaning my space like make room and I invite you in just by, just by the littlest little thing God loves and God understands that yes we are not
um, but responding to Jesus and the call of your life. If he is knocking on thy, thy door, if he wants you to do something, or if he feels, if you feel confident to do something, it's coming from the kingdom, and it's coming from God. God is telling you to go outside of your comfort zone and to, to start, or whatever it may be that he's calling you to do. But definitely acknowledge the, the call. If you're getting a call, pray on the call. Pray for help. Pray for confidence. Pray for faith. Pray for just keep yourself in prayer. Because if you feel like you have to do something, keep yourself in prayer and you will you will see the, the vision on how to do it. Um, but by living in your life to not go to hell and to respond to the call and is the way to is the ticket to the hall where we will be raised up in heaven. Um, we cannot do this alone. Jesus pulls his arm out to help us. And these words, he does this for you and for me. Jesus is always there. We just need to see him. We need to really see it. And remember, faith is not something that you can see. Faith is something that you have to believe. Believe that Jesus is in your life and you believe that He is near because He is there. He won't leave you hanging. If you believe that He is stretching out His arm towards you within your own storm, if you keep believing, I promise you, you will see the greater things in life. If you don't, but if you do, you know this. Um, Jesus is not a loving hippie, which He is, but Jesus is not just a loving hippie, but He asks us to devote our lives to the teachings of the apostles. He knows, I wanted to write this down because Jesus' time, a lot of people kind of like dropped their, basically their lives and their jobs to follow Jesus. And Jesus knows that we're not all going to be able to do that because in this modern day life, there is a gift called work and we have to work and we have to strive to definitely make sure we take care of ourselves. Jesus does not want us to steal. Jesus does not want us to go and to take things that aren't ours. That he wants us to make sure that we get to take care of our own selves and the and the ones that we love. But, so in this modern day world, Jesus knows that we have to do these things. But he also reminds us that we have to make sure that whatever we're doing, it is called by the kingdom. That we get to choose um, how to make, we get to wake up every morning remembering where we come from and remembering that what we're doing has a purpose. That whether it's within your job or with your family or within your relationships, that it's something that is being directed back to the kingdom. So you're showing up for yourself by um, being the best that you can be, by being a follower of Jesus, by being a disciple for Jesus, by just being your best self within no matter where you find yourself. And you are living your true purpose. You're living your true authentic self. Um, but yeah, this isn't meant to scare us or this isn't meant to scare us of hell, but losing the love God has for us. A warning and a reminder that God's love is so precious, valuable, and important to our lives. God just wants us to remember and to literally acknowledge Him. He is my God, that He is God of God, and that He really loves you. The biggest and the most mightiest spirit on our 
lifetime loves you. Um, but God is calling us to be disciplined, to live a life within boundaries, to not be tempted, and to strive to do what is meant and called for your life by God. Recognizing every person has a spirit, and we all want to be reunited in the party in heaven. Be mindful of our daily interactions with others and share what God has done for you. We are all taking the test of life. Let's pass it together. These are some of the notes that I came, I basically wrote down because they really are so truthful. They're so simple, but the truth is there that we all are on we all are taking a test right now, which is life, our our earthly life. And um, this life comes with so many great blessings, but it is the biggest test that we will be taking in our lives because literally because it comes with you know it comes with a lot of flaws because it comes with sin and yes we were born in a world with sin and it is not our fault so it is not our fault meaning that God knows that we basically were birthed within sin in this world that we get to live in but remember that it just takes one person to to really do make an impact and to change and do it for yourself. Do it for yourself that you can be reunited with your loved ones, with God, uh, with the saints, the angels, the prophets, all in the banquet of heaven. You deserve to be there. You already have your name there. You already have your seat, you know, your cloud, whatever you may want to think. Because I don't know, I've never been there, but um, you know, let's strive together. Let's all pass this test. I'll be reunited back into the to the kingdom, and let's be at that party together. Um, Jesus invites us all to the narrow gate. Are we on the journey to heaven? Are we planning on going to the banquet? This is kind of like a wake up call that God wants us to talk about because it's something that needs to be talked about because it's a reminder that wait, is my life really facing and is it? Is it reflecting the kingdom of heaven? Um, but we remember, we all have free will to be strengthened by the word of God. That is our nourishment. Like how an athlete strives, let us strive every day to earn our way to heaven and hold ourselves accountable. And if we fall, God encourages us to get back up. Falling and getting back up is part of the process. It's where the muscle of faith gets even stronger. When you fall, that means that you've accomplished a great muscle. And the hardest test is to get back up. And if you get back up and you remember that mentality as an athlete, that gets back up, you've already passed. And to continue to do it, remain consistent. It just gets easier and easier. When you keep doing it and you remain consistent, you understand why you have to fall to get back up. You understand that process. You, you, under, you see, like, okay, you know what, this is something that really is benefiting me. Everything is benefiting you for your greater good. Um, the relationship we have with Christ is the way to open the door. It is never too late to build the relationship with Christ. To get through the door of heaven is the only way to get through it is through Christ. The only way to get through it is if you, if you accept and acknowledge the help that we need. Because we're not perfect. We're just human beings. Um, and just our Savior is the one who's literally going to save us to get to the heaven. 
remember to leave your baggage and what does not belong to God. Leave it at the door. Leave it behind. Don't even bring it. Don't even bring anything but your soul, your spirit, and your faith. Other than that, leave it at the door. Leave your baggage, your sins, your past mistakes. Leave your lies, your fears, whatever you think is holding you back or whatever you don't even know that is holding you back. Leave it behind. Drop it wherever you are and keep going. Keep moving. You know, it takes one second to just reflect on what God is teaching us and to decide with your free will that A, you can listen and do and yes, we're not perfect, but we're going to keep trying or keep going the way that we're going and we'll see everyone else going to the banquet. I choose the first one. I choose to drop whatever is leaving me behind and just to keep walking and keep going, keep moving with Jesus because that's the best decision that we can all make. The best part is we all are not perfect and God knows us. Remember, the only thing that God hates is sin. That's the only thing that God hates. Because sin is what's tearing us apart. Sin tear tears the cord between God and you. And it breaks it. It breaks the relationship and it breaks the faith. And that's why God hates it. Because God loves you so much that he wants to stay connected with you. He wants you to succeed. God wants you to accomplish your goals, your little to small goals. Like, God wants you to do that. But remember, you cannot do it without God. You can, or maybe you think you can, but you really can't. God is the one helping you. Acknowledge him. And you will be blessed. You will be blessed to get to the banquet of heaven. And, um, yeah. Like I mentioned, Jesus teaches us to get to heaven knowing he's going to be crucified in a cross in a week. He knows that in a week he's going to be basically crucified in front of his mother, in front of his loved ones, in front of his disciples. He knows that he is going to be persecuted and he's going to be treated like, like the worst person on this planet, yet he is the most mightiest. And even though he knows this, even though he's about to be faced with this, he still helps us get to the kingdom of heaven. Acknowledging Jesus within your own life and acknowledging that he is here and he loves you and he only wants the best for you, and he literally is taking out his own hand to get to pull you into heaven where you are free of your worries, free of your sin, is a huge, huge call to just say yes. And if you haven't done so, I, I recommend you do so. It's You're going to love it. But um, if you already have, remember that in this modern day life where we are, it's not easy. But just by striving to get to heaven and by using your faith as an athlete does um, and by using your faith and working on that muscle, you're going to, we'll meet you there. I'll meet you there, hopefully. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys really kind of understood my breakdown. I appreciate all of the love within these videos and these teachings. Honestly, I couldn't have done this or I cannot do this without God and Jesus.
this and I just want to say thank you guys so much as well for you guys. I love you guys and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Y'all take care. Take care.